day, everyone. Today is Thursday, the 5th of May, 2022. Six. This is The Gap, episode 600. And six, 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 no, it's six, six, oh, 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 we gotta do, we gotta do a fucking, we gotta summon a devil when we make it to six, six, six. We are, we gotta do it. Definitely not. My grandma will fucking, she'll come and murder me just to make sure that podcast never happens. So when I'm dead, you have to make sure that podcast happens just to spite her. Yeah. Just to spite my grandma. That's yeah. what I say. Um, yeah. no, we've got, we've got like, uh, what, another year. Yeah. To get to that. Close yeah. to. Yeah, about maybe a year. Next year. About a year. Hmm. Fair enough. Um, um, it is not Thursday the 6th, but it might be for some people. Next year? Ooh. <laughs> or last year? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, nobody knows what we're talking about. Nobody knows. Uh, hey, we watched some movies. We did watch some movies, yes. Correct. What was your favorite of the movies that we watched? All right. Um, hmm. Um, I liked both of them. I didn't think this was going to be this that fucking tough. Right. No. Well, I I, I think they're very close. I we, so we watched the unbearable weight of massive talent. Mm. Um, together. Yes. And the second film I assume we're talking about is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. Are these is this the competition we're having? This this is the competition, yes. Right. Okay. Mm. Uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent, I thought, was slightly better. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a little bit better. A bunch better. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Look, you can like whatever you like, uh, and you're just wrong. Um, I wasn't going to go see Doctor Strange, but uh, I heard the odds of me getting shit spoiled if I waited until the weekend were extremely high. So I was yeah. like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just I'll see if I can get some tickets, and I managed to get some tickets yesterday. Because Luke okay, delayed. Would you mug someone out the front? <laughs> just fucking hey, give me your tickets. This is a stick up, and they were like, oh oh, I'm go- I'm going to go see Captain Corelli's Mandolin, and I was like, don't worry about your tickets. That movie sucked. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I just got lucky. Um, but you know, the cinema going experience for any blockbuster is always a bit of a shit show anyway so uh yeah the person next yeah. to me was playing on her phone until i told her to fucking can it uh oh, really? yeah who does that who goes to not even opening night it's a preview screening she was she was fucking either taking photos or recording it she like angled her screen away so i could look because i looked over and she angled her screen away so i couldn't see what she was doing and uh so you're gonna be in a bunch of youtube videos well no but my voice <laughs> I'm like, what are you fucking doing? Are you bootlicking this? Are you fucking crazy? Put your fucking phone away. And then, so that's that's what they're going to hear instead of Wanda um, speaking. Is that a spoiler? Yeah, that's a spoiler. It was in the trailer. Well, was yeah, in I'll the, tell you it, what. It was in the stinger for St- Spider-Man <laughs> fucking whatever the third one is, right? So Yeah. I, I mean, I um, this is the one... Marvel film in a long time that I've had nothing spoiled for me. I didn't even know who the villain was going into this. I didn't either. Uh, yeah, I didn't know shit. Like, uh, like they they do. So the second stinger for I think it was No No Way Home, right? Or yeah, yeah. The second stinger for No Way Home was literally just a fucking Doctor trailer. Strange trailer, which yeah. pissed me off. So I did technically watch that trailer, 
Uh, so I knew everything that was in that trailer, right? So I knew that Wanda was in it. Oh, I didn't watch the trailer. Well, I didn't know it was a fucking trailer. Uh, I thought it was just some regular old shit and then suddenly it's like smash cutting between every fucking uh, scene they can fucking play and I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, so, I, yeah, I wasn't quick enough on the draw on that one. But, um, yeah, like, I still didn't know mm. anything, uh, really. I, yeah, knew a couple of the the Marvel heroes that would be in it and that was it. So I think it, yeah they did pretty well. I think they've they've done a good job of I, managing that shit. I knew like now that I've seen it like literally nothing. Yeah. Like I knew Wanda was in it, and I don't think that's a spoiler because it's like literally at the end of fucking the TV show, yeah, they meet up, right? True. So clearly that was taken off. Um, but even like, is it a spoiler to talk about? the other thing that was rumored to be happening which didn't happen uh, is that a spoiler well i don't know what it is so yes let's go with yes you tell me like, no, no, uh, all I, right the I, gift I, that you posted today a gift that i posted today yes uh, to me you sent me you sent when jay was and i was oh talking, right yeah a gift. is that a spoiler no i thought it was i thought it was known okay uh yeah i, th- I thought that was well known what that Tom Cruise is in Top Gun 2 <laughs> no, no. You're, you're very confused alright I feel like this is fine to talk about alright Tom Cruise is not in Spider in the Doctor Strange movie he is definitely right? not in the no he's not in the Doctor right. Strange movie anyway so the spoiler is that there was a rumor going around like um, for a long time that he was going to be in it Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise is going really? to be in it yeah Oh. And so this is the thing going around. Like he was basically going to play Iron Man um, in the multiverse. Oh. A- and that was the one I'd heard. Like just, I'd saw that, I'd seen that and be like, oh fuck. So I was just waiting for that for the entire film. It doesn't happen. Um, that was the only thing I'd, I'd had spoiled for me, and which turned out not spoil. to be true. Yeah. Like this. Fair enough. Yeah. So I, I didn't felt like I got I through some shit, pretty man. good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a fine movie. Uh, I liked it more for the Sam Raimi-ness of it. Like, what did I say last week? I didn't think they were going to let him to do let him do horror shit, but no, they they let him do horror shit. It was I awesome. I don't think they let him do enough. No, but they let him do more than I thought yeah. they would. Like, there's yeah. more Sam Raimi horror shit. Like, uh, the, and the, especially the fucking the camera the zoom. Oh yeah, a fucking the, the camera is like it's full. Set. He goes, it's easily the best looking marvel film in a long time in a long time yeah like, for sure it's very good it's very well shot there's yeah. one shot that is and i don't think this is a spoiler because it's literally in the fucking title but it, there's multiverses like there's yeah. different universes right and it's switching between two universes yeah and the camera is like tilting and there's a character on the screen mm. and i'm like i was like fuck that looks sick yeah um when that shot happened but yeah yeah easily the best shot thing they need to give him the next one um, For but sure. I think that there yeah. could have been more horror because the original director left, right? Mm. Scott was Scott Derrickson. Um, he left due to um, you know creative differences. And when they first announced the film, it was supposed to be like this is going to be a horror film. And I think it didn't. I like I wouldn't classify it as a horror film. This like at all. 
Um, it's got horror themes. Yeah. It's not a horror film. No. And I think that, like, because that director came from, like, fuck. He, he did, some, like, a bunch of horror films. Right. Um, before Hereditary. Doctor Strange. No. I, th- I think it was, like, that, Insidious that'd be funny. or something like that. Um, <laughs> That'd be a wild one. Anyway, I, I thought it was very, very well shot. I uh, yeah, I hope he makes a fuckload more. Like even if they don't give him the next Doctor Strange, give him Spider Man, give him a fucking Spider Man film. Oh yeah, bring back Tobey Maguire. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Get Fuck Tobey Maguire. Uh, no, I I would be more inclined to watch another Doctor Strange movie if I knew Sam Raimi was involved. I do not care about that character. Uh, I don't think he's very interesting. Um, I don't think this film changed how I felt about that. It didn't change my mind on the Doctor Strange front. The film, the movie was interesting. The movie did yeah. interesting things, but it wasn't because of Doctor Strange. He still, he was still the fucking wettest, limpest part of that fucking movie. Like, and that's that's inc- like, uh, I, oh, there's What's one. The, what was what was the crowd like? Uh, there, oh, there's there this one chick. Off? There was this one chick who lost her shit at every single fucking, like, really, really obvious gag. Every time she is like a human laugh track, basically. Like, anytime oh, you're like, oh, yeah, right. She would be like, <laughs> and she's like fucking five rows in front and over to the side because I was in the middle. Yeah. Uh, Did you actually make a sound just then? Oh, it did not transmit. It no, transmitted on came through. Transmitted on audacity, so oh, okay. that'll be a fun little fucking surprise. Um Yeah. So fucking I guess Discord must have cut it out. That's rude. That's rude of it. Anyway. Um yeah. So uh yeah, she was fucking cackling. It was crazy shit. Uh and otherwise, yeah, there were a couple of moments where uh, people were fucking popping off, but I was popping off as well. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. There was, there was one bit where I was fucking hitting my wife. And being uh, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's one bit like, like that. Pointing at the screen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like three people clapped at the end and I think the entire cinema turned and stared them down to stop it, which was good. Uh, but yeah, otherwise. So I went to Lux, so I didn't have the, the, you know giant crowd four or five hundred people in a cinema I'm COVID immune I'm I'm invincible I am invincible Uh, for about another week so I was like oh yeah let's let's do the big theater experience I'm just gonna have to tell one motherfucker to turn their fucking phone off and that'll be a good that'll be a good one for the cinema really that's probably the best it's been in a while Uh, yeah so um, yeah you did Lux you fucking fancy motherfucker well, because I couldn't. There was there was a re- there's a reason why. I know, <laughs> but I basically, know. it was hard to get tickets as well. Yeah. Um, because we, I think, I booked it way too late, and by the and time. The reason why, ladies and gentlemen, is because <laughs> Luke loves Marvel that much that he has to give him extra money. He's a fucking little Marvel bitch. Me it didn't cost that much. Extra. Me, I'm like, oh yeah, let's go see everything everywhere all at once. That's a cool indie flick that nobody's going to go see. Let's let's support some fucking arts. Uh, oh, let's go see the unbearable weight of massive talent. And Luke's like, Marvel movie, bro, 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 bro. And he slams the table over and over. I'm like, okay, okay, Luke, we can go and see a Marvel movie as well. We can go see Doctor Strange. And he's like, Lux, 
make it cost twice as much to make up for you watching high quality art films. And I was like, oh shit, man. Like that's that. Oh, yeah. Oh, you do that. You do Lux and I'll go to a regular Joe Schmo cinema. And that's basically what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah. So the other film was the uh, unbearable. No, sorry. A, the yeah. unbearable weight of massive talent, which was a, um, I don't know. It's a very specific audience's film. You have oh, to yeah. be into Nick Cage. Otherwise, you, you're probably not going to have a good time. If you don't like Nick Cage, if, you, like, if you're not charmed by his particular eccentricities, then uh, you're going to find this movie to be the fucking worst. Uh, I was reading, like, I, I jumped on Letterboxd. So I don't, I don't post on Letterboxd anymore uh, because I was doing reviews... I was reviewing everything I watched uh, on it. I'd started it up again, and then I was reading other reviews and sort of reading what people liked on Letterboxd. And it's all just like a single sentence, single pithy fucking bullshit comment. Uh, like Steam reviews. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm reading these and uh, yeah, they're all like so fucking sarcastic and sardonic and like I get that I'm like that a lot. But uh, no, it was like, it made me think of, uh, and this has been trotted around a bunch, but like Cinema Sins, the and, and it, it sort of feels like that's what reviewing on Letterboxd is, is the fucking, the end result of a generation of, people like viewing films through the cinema sins lens and so oh yeah some sort of dumb gag sin and that's what they go for they're trying to be the fucking the one fucking anyway someone was like oh unbearable weight of massive talent was so fucking juvenile I cannot believe it. And this was like a very popular one. Uh, And why does Tiffany Haddish keep having to like be in roles where she just plays second fiddle? Uh I'm like, first of all, I thought it was fucking awesome that Tiffany Haddish was in this movie. Like, especially with Ike Barinholtz because they were together in fucking After Party. So that was cool. Uh, So I thought that was cool. Why is that a bad thing? Like, why are you mad about this? She's getting like work anyway and second of all yeah like what you went to a movie when nicholas cage plays nick cage himself and you're you're like oh this is so juvenile like what the fuck did you expect to happen like jcvd is definitely more grounded than uh than the unbearable weight is and like more serious in tone but still pretty fucking juvenile as a concept uh, it is like it's meta humor at its fucking core, right? And that's what unbearable weight is—is is meta humor. It is, uh, like it's packed full of fucking references to uh, Nick Cage movies, like constantly, over and over and over again. And it is a bit of a like I don't really love reference humor, yeah. uh, but what made unbearable weight work for me was that it was like used cleverly it was used to sure. sort of skewer the concept i mean, well i thought it did uh so yeah i thought that worked like you know like none of these references really were, like happened in a vacuum or just for the sake of having a reference it was always to lead into something or like 
uh, signpost something. And so I thought it worked. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Fucking... So it's Nick Cage uh, opposite fucking Pedro Pascal. That dude is the fucking best. Holy shit. Like, he's matching Nick Cage's energy the entire fucking time except right at the start when they don't know each other it's fucking <laughs> yeah. phenomenal the way they do it is so good yeah that movie fucking ruled i really liked it um but i think everything everywhere uh all at once was still better it was still probably the best movie i watched uh in this four week period it was definitely the best yep. multiverse movie i've watched spoilers <laughs> um but yeah can you leave comments on reviews? I think if they turn them on. Right. Yeah. You should go back and see like if that person has watched This Is The End or like try and get their feedback and see what they think of that. Like, <laughs> Just try where, where, where it's a house of co- comedians play, all playing themselves. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, fucking yes. Get anyway. upset. Um, all right. Well, there you go. There's the movies. Let's talk about some games. Got a bunch here. Hmm. Um, things going on. Let's kick things off with an old game we haven't checked out in a while, Apex Legends. Um, I got to, to go to a uh, virtual preview event for this. Okay. Uh, it's in relation to Season 13, which is coming out very soon. Um, anyway, it's called um, Saviors, this update. And it's got a bunch of different changes that are happening with this one. In particular, um, the map that is currently being played, it's the the brand new map that they released, um, or the latest map that they've released called Stormpoint, is getting a bunch of new updates made to it. Um, They said like over a hundred sort of like tweaks to the map to try and make the uh, player's experience a little bit better. On top of that, uh, they've added in a new... Remember when we were playing, they were, they were playing with like uh, modifying the map, but in interesting storytelling ways of like, here are these giant creatures that are coming through and all of a sudden yeah. like something bananas happens and things explode and then the map sort of shifts and changes, that sort of thing. So they're still doing a bunch of that sort of stuff as well. Uh, and in, with this particular update, there's a, uh, and you'll see it in the trailer, the heroes or the legends are fighting this, giant creature which they end up destroying um and its carcass sort of falls over and um, creates a new combat area for people to go and play in and so you can actually go inside of this thing and uh and there's a bunch of structures and loot inside of it it sort of just i guess uh creates a new environment for players to go and run around and explore in uh they've made it a um a high tier loot area as well it was a part of the map where uh, like a not not a lot of things were happening it was quite barren and so this was their way of sort of correcting that area and and uh buffing it i guess making it something a little bit more appealing to players to to jump in and check out um so that's cool um what else they got there uh a few like minor changes that are going around um in terms of like gameplay experiences so one thing they're doing that's really cool is they're introducing these things called uh imc armories and they are these like underground bunkers 
that have been hidden for a, a long time, like decades. Um, and because this creature has come along, they've been reactivated and put into like an alert mode. They've woken up. And so they've risen from the ground and there are these ramps on the surface of the, pl- the, um, the map of Storm Point. And your team can actually go underground and uh, try and take on these armories. And what happens when you're inside is you sort of hit a button and there will be a 60 second wave-based encounter where you're battling specters, which are uh, an enemy force from the uh, original Titanfall games. And uh, if you successfully hold off against these waves, you'll be given a bunch of loot. It's all um, smart-based loot, which means that it it looks at what you've got and it'll give you a better version of that. So you'll get an upgrade no matter what you're running. And so you're not going to get stuff that you're like, oh, there's a shitty sniper rifle that I don't really like using. So whatever you've got, you'll get upgrades for it. Um, yeah, and it's basically, it only allows you like one team in at a time. So there's a, I guess, a, a way of the game knowing like, when you initiate it it basically closes the doors behind you and you go in and you fight these enemies for 60 seconds um one question i asked them (laughs) was what happens when you finish that encounter how do you get out like can what's to stop other teams from just camping it and then trying to steal your shit like um it reminded me a lot of uh the hunt hunt showdown yeah um in terms of like boss battles and that was a problem when that game initially launched where there wasn't really any reason to sort of do the objective of the game which was killing the massive monsters because you can kind of just wait for another team to use up all their resources kill it and then when they walked out the door you just blap them and take their shit and leave yeah um so yeah i asked them like hey what's the you know what's to stop people from doing that and there isn't anything to stop them from doing it but there is uh, multiple opportunities of escape. And so there's a, there's a couple extra doors that open up that are allowed to get out. And the roof of the complex also opens up and allows you to, to run away. But it also creates a, um, a skydive launcher, uh, which you can use to oh, okay, shoot sure. yourself up into the air and get out of there. So um, they, you know, I guess we'll see what that, how, well, like what works in practice, whether or not it's actually something to... To, to do but um i like the thinking behind adding different gameplay elements elements into the game and um you know changing things up a little bit i think that's that's really cool cool thing to do um on top of that and this is not officially announced yet but it will be by the time people hear this there is a new legend coming out called newcastle um he is uh, he is the brother of somebody. I don't have my notes Bangalore? up <laughs> at the moment. Sorry, is it Bangalore? Yeah, I think it might be Bangalore. Um, and basically, he has a bunch of new abilities that he brings with him. One of them is his passive, which allows him to revive downed players and drag them across the field while protecting the players with his revive shield. And um, Basically, that shield is determined by his own knockdown shield. So the stronger it is, I guess the more um, uh, the more strength that actual uh, revive shield is going to have as well. So he can drag people out of the way and, and uh, revive them behind cover or behind uh, another legend's ability or something like that, depending on you know how you want to synergize those things. 
Um, his tactical is a uh, it's a mobile shield that he kind of like throws out, and it's got like a, um, a little like hovercraft device attached to it, and it's movable, um, and and you can kind of push it around the environment with you. So it's it's interesting to sort of use it as a way to um, go up against other players and like push your way into areas while having a shield that you can use as cover. Um, or if you're like, you know, if you're doing something and all of a sudden you realize you've got to turn it around, you can engage the shield in a different way and, and, and flick it around and do something that's happening behind you. Maybe getting third party to something like that. Um, the shield itself is also split up into like two different uh, sections. There's a top section and a bottom section, which the enemies can use to uh, destroy. And that sort of gives you a bit of... Um, tactical opportunities as a as a, an attacker as well to try and um decide how you want to approach that so that is uh passive and he's tactical his third one is the ultimate ability and it's uh yeah it seems pretty interesting it's called the castle wall basically there is a, a button you can press and it's he uses his visor to um target friendly um teammates or also enemies that are in the battlefield around you and uh, then you can also, once that's you know locked onto somebody, you can press the button. He will leap up into the air, and um, really high, and basically do like a ground slam and slam this giant uh, fortified wall into the ground that expands out and is basically a castle um, with a bunch of different uh, levels and slits inside of it, and so you can. Um, poke your head out or poke your weapons out and um, anything that is in the way of that slam will be knocked back um, it doesn't do any damage in there it's purely a way to either um, defend uh, one of your teammates or even engage someone in front of you and have some sort of barrier or wall in front with a bunch of cover you might be in an open field or something like that um, the actual castle wall itself is also um laced with like a defensive energy wall that will push and slow people down when they come near it. I'm trying to think like, um, there's a couple of different heroes that have like the, uh, there's that chick that puts the stakes in the ground and you can set up the barriers and like, I'm thinking it's sort of like that, but more or less on a wall side. So it will slow them down a little bit, uh, which seems interesting. There's, that's his like three, I guess his kit. Um, yeah, man, like, I don't know, it seems pretty cool. I don't know, I haven't played Apex for a while, but seeing this sort of stuff and what's going on the map, I'm like, oh, man, I want to fire it up. But at the same time, I've got so many other things that I want to play. Did you, well. so did you actually, like, play and stuff? No, I didn't get to play a full it. Full virtual, it was a yeah. Virtual presentation. Without, you, which yeah, without like, any fucking play session. That's, that's, yeah, as of yet. Yeah, um, right. But it seemed cool what they showed us. So I'm pretty excited to, you know, I've got it installed to jump in back, jump in there and see what's I think going I've got on. It installed. It's hard to tell between Origin and EA Desktop. Uh, yeah, which one is going to let me play it? I suppose, but uh, I have a squeeze. I think it just yeah, I got it. Yeah, I was saying this on the Discord the other day. Uh, you get a two terabyte fucking M2 drive. You just don't uninstall shit, really. You just leave it fucking on board. Why would you do it? Why would you get rid of it? Like, yeah i know right fucking um loads of space 
yeah, yeah, so that's that's pretty much what they ran through. They answered a bunch of questions. Um, they talked about Apex Mobile a little bit. Um, all I can say about that is that it'll be coming out in... Uh, it'll be releasing this month. That's about as much as I can say at this point. Um, yeah, but we will be talking about that again very soon. Right. Uh, so... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm interested to see this new update. It'll come out next week, and so if I do get a chance to play a little bit, hopefully we can talk about it then. Sure. But um, you know, I've I've always enjoyed Apex and playing it. it just we got to a point where uh, I moved overseas, and it was a bit harder for us to play. It was. Um, and then also like switching between that and and um, Warzone. Warzone, and then also PUBG, PUBG every once yeah. in a while. Like you've got these different paces and the game feels like you play you play warzone then you go play apex and apex feels slow but it's it, then you play PUBG and PUBG feels slow and it's just like all over the place yeah um but i i always i always really enjoyed all the abilities and 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 the way that um apex felt so yeah hopefully uh, i can jump in and check that out a bit more but that's that's all i got for apex yeah. swoosh um what else we got here? We can well, talk why don't we talk about Blood Hunt real quick? Because uh, I played one game of it. Uh, I think we've spoken about it before. We have. Yeah. This is the uh, Vampire the Masquerade. Is that what you're talking about? That's correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's a battle royale with fucking hero abilities. And uh, I tell you what, I do not. I just don't like the fucking gunplay, man. Uh, but me and Nate jumped in. There's only there's only solos or trios. Uh, it took uh, four minutes to find a trios game, and uh, yeah, then once we got in, um, yeah, sort of I don't know, getting getting to grips with it again, like getting my head around how it works again, finding loot and what the abilities do and. Got clapped, uh, but uh, I managed to clap. Like Nate got clapped, so he got full, full finished. I got down, but you can get back up again. Like if yeah. they don't finish you off, uh, so I managed to hide and, and get back up again. And then I, I refragged. I got the fucking the revenge. I managed to get Nate back into the game as well. You can buy him back, uh, and. Yeah, we just sort of rolled around trying to find whatever we could. Uh, and it just seems like like it's a game where verticality is everything. I think I said this when we played the fucking beta slash alpha. It's a game where our verticality is just fucking above all everything. And so you just got people bouncing along roofs and shit, uh, never running on the ground. Uh, and basically just like it's a third party a thon. Or it was when like... When, like the game we played was a 30 third party athon we got like a bunch of like the reason i got revenge was third partying uh we accidentally third party because we were like these dudes were having a fight these people were having a fight vampires i suppose having a fight between us and getting in the fucking circle so we had to fucking clap them we had to kill them so uh to get into the circle but it was technically another third party um jumped up onto the roof top and uh yeah third party another one because we could see it from a while away because you've got like the thing about loads of verticality is that like you've got sight lines like way longer sight lines than you do if you're trapped on the ground and so you've got the ability to spot shit out from a lot 
further away. And like, I don't think either of us have a very good idea of how, uh, or had a very good idea of how the, um, like information acquisition in the game really worked yet. Like using the mini map to your advantage or watching out for like the, there's these NPC characters who get into you like for showing off that you're a vampire and there's other ones that you can feed on and all that kind of stuff. Um, I haven't got a good idea of how that shit works. Um, but basically, yeah, I had, a, I had, what do I have a fucking like top notch shotgun and uh, LMG. And I didn't really need anything except the LMG. I just fucking lasered cunts with this thing. Uh, but if it, like I didn't start with that, I started with like the crap version of it, uh, the green version, and it didn't. It was not a laser. And so the difference between green and purple was this fucking like suddenly you just melt cunts from anywhere, and it just didn't feel good when you're on the greens. And so suddenly you get this like feeling like the weapons just don't fucking matter. Uh, on a lower level, like, why would you do it to yourself? Like, you're almost, it's almost just to to get out of there or whatever. I'm just seeing now that they've added duo mode, so I have no idea right. how that would go considering it took as long as it did for us to get into the game. But, um, yeah. I don't, like, it's got mostly positive in, on Steam and I'm fucking well sus on this shit. It's very weird. Uh, like, I, I just don't see how, how it's as well regarded as it is uh it's just yeah i mean people like that that's ip people yeah. like third person battle royale games it's very arcadey it's it's quick to jump in and out like i think it's just a very different style to things that we sort of like yeah i guess like there is like a bit uh like if i think about the only game i can think of that does weapons similar is fortnite so maybe they just maybe there's like a it's a bit of a more, or it's just different to Fortnite and it's free. So yeah, why not? But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the biggest problem the game's got, I think is that it hasn't had a massive launch. Yeah. Um, I think it, like looking at steam charts earlier, it was at like 25, I think it peaked at like 25 K right. somewhere around about there. And this That's is, a lot you of know, players. it's been up for a week now and and uh it's already dropped like five thousand players so oh, okay yeah yeah and you know that's a week out so it's not really um yeah i feel like that's gonna be a problem for them unless they can put something yeah it's gonna really get people in yeah true well consider this review to be a stay away or at least no stay away i, I just didn't enjoy it i'll give it another run I'll, I'll try it again but i did i'd like i just don't think the gunplay is where it's at and considering it's a battle royale and guns are pretty much the whole deal yeah it just doesn't make sense anyway just want to touch on that real quick yeah cool all right uh next up you still playing lego star wars yeah just a quick update i f we finished uh lego star wars we finished it roll credits um we wrapped on as i said uh we wrapped on episode three that i don't know what happened there it seemed to me like they just fucking they were like uh yeah fucking ship it yeah <laughs> get it out there like that episode three was just boss fight after boss fight after boss fight they didn't feel like 
Like you, I think you go to Kashyyyk for a bit. I think that's episode three. You go to Kashyyyk, but you spend f- like no time on it. And then you're out of there again onto the next one, which was a bit weird. Uh, going back to Kashyyyk was cool. Like it was a good um, area. Like, yeah, so they've definitely done the work on it. It just felt weird that they gave it barely any time to breathe during the episode itself. Or, or the flip side is maybe I would have preferred if the entire fucking thing was more like that, more linear, and then it allowed, then it sort of just opened everything up because we've been bouncing, like just playing open play and going through and uh, unlocking the bricks and whatnot. We're, I'd say, 90%, 90, yeah, 90% of the way through the bricks. And uh, yeah, like the amount, like there's so much fucking back travel like you you go to Mos Eisley you get a fucking mission you go to here and here and here like fucking Casino Planet whatever it's called Can- Canto Bite uh, on Cantonica you go to Cantonica you go to fucking Naboo you go to fucking wherever the fuck um, Kashyyyk and you pick up I don't know, five carrots or some shit, and then you go back to Mos Eisley, and then you do another thing, and, like, yeah, the amount of fucking dicking about in menus once you're at the, like, the tail end of wrapping up a, an area, like, you've got, like, 30 of 31 blue bricks, two of three characters, and two of two spaceships from, like, Mos Eisley, so you just need one character and one brick and the amount of fucking dicking about you do to get those fucking two things is just out of control. And it might yeah. be as much as like, oh, you can't do that until you have gone to the fucking Endor, like the Muna, forest moon of Endor to fucking the Ewok village to get the Death Star 2 to do a mission on the Death Star 2 to do this and this and this. And you're like, holy fuck, like cool but i am gonna have like I'm, there's so much fucking pointless travel here at this point and so much menu uh navigation that's not fun right like let me fucking let me flap about on fucking on space planets there's a fucking lego fucking yoda or whatever like mm. jesus anyway <laughs> um just uh, just a quick final update on Lego Star Wars. I won't be talking about it again. Uh, but yeah. Anyway. That's um, it. Okay, next up we got Nightmare of Decay. This is a game that is... Um, it's on Steam at the moment. It's on sale. Yeah, it went, went up on Steam this week uh, on the 4th. So yesterday, I suppose you might say. Uh, unless it's the 6th. Uh, and it's a... Um, it's a horror a survival horror but survival horror in the resident evil uh tradition uh and very much so in that like it's got deliberately like uh retro graphics uh but it's got a really good clarity about it so it's got these fucking uh low texture like areas and stuff but it's very crisp and it's very easy to make out 
what you're looking at. Some, sometimes you play these these low poly games and it'll have like a sign and the sign will just be scribbles or just fucking a blur. Uh, but signs in this one, you can like, they are literally a, a part of how you learn what you're supposed to be fucking doing type thing. And uh, yeah, you're trapped in this house and uh, you have to escape. And there's doors that require specific keys that are coded towards weird uh, ancient game-related things. Uh, so instead mm-hmm. of chess pieces, like, like it is in... Yeah, Pac-Man. Uh, instead of chess pieces, like in fucking uh, Resident Evil, it's fucking... It's the suits from a deck of cards. And you get keys related to that. And you've got these... Like, you know, you've got a couple of weapons. Uh, I think I've found five uh six if you include the pellet gun uh but yeah that's about it you roll around trying to solve these puzzles open new doors uh there's quite a bit of backtracking in this if uh if they did anything to improve it i think the best thing they could do would be once an area is clear of monsters you can infinitely sprint you don't have stamina anymore i'm fine with them limiting stamina while there's fucking enemies nearby but it gets really tedious when you're running all over the fucking house to get like from one place to the next and you got to fucking stop stop sprinting every five seconds for 10 seconds because you're out of stamina or whatever that's a bit it's a bit annoying just for a game that requires as much fucking like treading over covered ground as this one does uh it's a little bit annoying but it's not a huge it's not a deal breaker by any means it's a like it's a fun game the i think the first thing you gotta get uh come to accept is that uh when you fire into these zombies heads uh it does uh critical damage as in uh i think it does double damage but it doesn't insta kill them unless you get a super critical then it will insta kill them uh and you do find a weapon that will always super crit um but what's the super crit how do you super crit oh it's just it's it's it always is if you shoot them in the head they die that's all. Oh, right. Um, it's a mechanic. For, like, like, I don't know if that's the term they use, but it's a mechanic from the next game on the list. Uh, yeah. Uh, they use that in that too, but it's it's used differently. Anyway. Um, yeah. So uh, you shoot things in the head and they won't necessarily die and, and that takes some fucking wrapping your head around because you might be there like fucking why won't you die but it does actually instill a little bit of panic into you because it's way too easy to fucking shoot things in the head uh they don't move fast enough for it to be uh, um specifically challenging uh in that manner like they're not like fucking flipping all over the place and shit so it's quite simple for you to just sort of like blap 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 walk back a bit blap 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 but then you run out of fucking hallway to back to back up in and like they're getting closer and closer and you're running out of ammo and yeah like it starts to get a bit panicky which is cool uh one of the other things it's got these like fucking shooting galleries where you can earn things and uh hilarious i would love i i I can't even imagine not acing it on your first try it is ridiculous yeah it's like oh if you score 150 points you'll get all of these things uh and yeah i i wrap up at 250 points because i uh i stopped 
to work out where the fucking prizes were for a second. And then I'm like, oh. And then I saw 150. I'm like, oh. Oh, fuck it. I'll let it end. Um, so yeah, shooting gallery, but very easy. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a very cool game. It's quite it's quite cheap, I think. Uh, it's on sale, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it really does. It's six bucks. It captures that fucking uh, the essence of Resident Evil, but in a first person shooter, I think it's a really cleverly done thing. Once you get stuck at one point, uh, you really have to pay attention, a lot of attention to your map. And uh, you can sort of mentally dismiss areas uh, that you shouldn't. And uh, I did that and I missed a door and fucking roamed around the house for a little while for like a good 10 minutes trying to work out where the fuck I was supposed to go next. I'm like, I'm just missing. I just need this one fucking door. And eventually there it was. But yes, uh, yeah. And there's boss fights and they're pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, All right. That is called Nightmare of Decay. It's available on Steam. It's on sale at the moment. But even then, it's like a $7 game. So not going to break the bank. Um, Okay. Next up, we've got a uh, a game that we first talked about. um, It's like 2013. It came out. Rogue Legacy. It's a sequel to that. I think uh, did I get you guys into Rogue Legacy? Was it was I the one that found this one? I think you were. Yeah, yeah I think so. Can't remember if it was out of Dead Cells or maybe it was both of them. No, um, no, no, no. You weren't Dead Cells, my chum. I think I was Dead Cells. You weren't Dead Cells, my chum. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's a, it's a roguelike game. Um, very cartoony graphics. Uh, you know, it was very ahead of like of its time. Didn't really see a lot of these. Um, and it was a very unique game and we, we very much dug it. The um, sequel that was announced, it went into um, early access in 2008, no, 2020. Um, and that's when I talked about it back then. I picked it up, played it, and I did not like it. Um, it was very clearly in early access. I thought it had a lot of problems. Uh, but that was two years ago, nearly two years ago. Mm. And it has now gone 1.0. It is out. I decided to revisit it and it's a lot better than what it was when I played it back then. Um, and I felt bad because like I, I'd been playing it and then I forgot to tell people like, oh yeah, no, you should probably check this out because I pooped on it last time. But no, it's very good. Um, yeah, they've done a lot of work with this. First of all, like the, the graphics are like, really nice <laughs> really nice compared to the original game but also just what what i saw previously they've they've done an excellent job in making it look just fantastic like it's so stylish mm. um and the um a lot of the mechanics are still in there from when i played it like the the little tower that you sort of build the yep. taking your money um so i guess the loop of the game is you run into a dungeon um you're fighting enemies they drop coins um and if you end up dying you go back to the start of the game you spend the currency that you've got to level yourself up and get stronger um and in this particular case they've got a a tower that you're building you're unlocking different types of characters that you can use and each one of these characters um you have a selection of three that it'll give you and they they take traits um from the character that you just were and manipulate them a little bit with a dice roll situation and they'll have positives and sometimes negatives that, that um, they'll take in with them. And sometimes the 
the negatives can be really bad, but they'll give you a positive um, increase in the amount of gold you take with you or you, you'll accumulate. And that's sort of the risk reward situation, um, depending on how much you think you can handle that sort of stuff. And also, um, yeah, the, the legacy part of it is the lineage of these characters and, and going through and, um, you know, trying something that's a little bit different. And so you're unlocking different types of these characters. So it might be like a, a sword and shield person and then there's an enchantress or a wizard um, or like a rogue with a bow and arrow or something like that. And so as you're doing that, you're getting, um, you're unlocking characters, you're unlocking the ability to get more gear, blacksmiths, um, leveling yourself up for health, um, extra mana, intelligence, that sort of stuff. And so, yeah, it's, 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 replaying the game over and over again getting stronger and stronger and trying to see how much further into the game you can actually get uh, while defeating bosses and learning the language of the game as well um, how things operate and how you approach enemies or certain puzzles and i think it does a yeah really good job from what i've played so far i haven't played a ton of it a couple hours um, yep. but i'm really enjoying what i'm playing so far it's a lot of fun yeah i've been playing the absolute shit out of it and uh yeah you're wrong luke uh, it is actually good. You said it was shit, but it's. it's I did good. say it was shit two years ago. Yes, that's <laughs> correct. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's awesome. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I've I've been playing yeah, absolute shit out of it. I got like 11 hours in it already. Um, I only got it like last week, and uh, yeah, just fucking frothing it, as they say. Uh, it's uh, like. You know what's weird about it is uh, it's weird you mentioned Dead Cells because that's how I was playing it for a long time because it's got this really good traversal. It's got like, you know, you got the kickoff and you got your your jumps and stuff and yeah, you get into a real good flow uh, as you move through levels and stuff. And uh, yeah, like, but that's actually a bit of a like a, a scam. You're not supposed to, well, like you are supposed to fucking belt through areas but you're actually supposed to scout shit out first. You're not supposed to just... The way I played Dead Cells was sort of just fucking... Bing, bang, boom. Like, fucking jump down, whack some shit, like, careen on to the next fucking thing as fast as I fucking, like, can, try to keep my momentum up. And that's how I always found success in Dead Cells. But in this, uh, something about the way that, like, there's such a different variety of weapons... Right, and the the runs are shorter. I think Dead Cells allowed momentum to take over because runs could be so long, but in this, the runs are a bit shorter, uh, and so yeah, it's a bit more common to find yourself with a different weapon because you switch it out to one of the other classes when you when you respawn. Um, there's a bunch of a bunch of different classes. Um, I've unlocked most of them. Uh, I'm doing pretty well on that front. I probably shouldn't shouldn't keep unlocking them, right? Because uh, you know that's always like you know if you're playing Dead Cells, right? And if you could do it all over again when you got the fucking when you got the blueprint for the the boots, the kick, right? You just wouldn't fucking do it. You wouldn't put any money into it, so you didn't have to put up with finding the fucking kick as your main weapon the first like like your first weapon the fucking every time you go back in uh so i probably shouldn't do it but like what it's sort of resulted in is me actually trying 
some of these out and trying to work out why I would want to use them. Like the fucking bow dude. I think you have to unlock him. So I don't think you can avoid it. Um, and I fucking hated him at first. But he, like, that's that's the, that's the class that actually uh, unlocked for me and uh, showed me the trick to the game, which is, you know, you sort of, like, enter a room and then, like, sort of scope around to see what, what it is before you fucking go into it. And you have to do that as the bow dude because, I mean, it, it takes forever to fucking charge stupid fucking arrows up and, like, there's a particular arc to them and all this kind of shit. So, yeah, you got to fucking manage a lot of stuff. But you can't, like... Before that, I was playing as the uh, harpoon chick, whatever her name is, uh, Valkyrie, the Valkyrie. And like, I would basically, no matter what, uh, I would pick the Valkyrie, right? She could have like fucking every bad trait under the sun. And I'd be like, and, but the other two are like swordy dude and fucking an archer. And I'd be like, Valkyrie yeah. it is, all right? I'm going to go in with one HP uh, and some fucking thing where if i take a hit i'll die instantly and it deletes all my gold but i don't give a fuck i'm going as valkyrie uh i'm not i'm not doing these other ones because she's awesome right she can attack in multiple directions uh so you got those little dudes who spit in four directions and instead of having a fucking jump time you jump and stab them you can just fucking stand underneath them and stab directly up, which is fantastic. But you can also do that. She's got a lot of range, so you can stab up through floors, stab through walls, and all this kind of stuff. And so yeah, she's a very good uh, class. And then I wound up having to take the bow, and I'm like, oh, this fucking sucks. I don't want to do this. Um, but it, it like it sort of worked in teaching me how to play the game, which was good. Because, uh, yeah, I didn't have it at that point until that point. Um, and, yeah, so you take it pretty slow. You Like, once you understand what the room has in store for you, you can go for fucking, you can go hell for leather. You can go for break, right? You can go as fast as you want. But until then, yeah, you got to really, like, play it fucking pretty cautiously and get a good understanding for it. And the second area is a real good example of that shit, right? Like... Because the areas themselves, the map pieces, are a lot larger uh, than they they were in, in the first one, which is sort of these small rooms, like it's in a castle, and then uh, second area is, is on some docks or whatever. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, I'm loving it, man. I'm playing the fucking shit out of it. Uh, one... one one particular challenge I've had, I mean, I, I think it's a bit too grindy. I think you don't earn as much gold as I think I, I would like. Uh, okay. I don't know. I feel like because it's got that mechanic, right? As you unlock shit in the tower, everything in the tower gets more expensive. Yeah, there's a tax to it. Yeah, I don't like that really because uh, it means that like, oh, okay... Well, it's it's sort of like I don't know, it's like buying something in the fucking states where you're like, okay, hey man, uh, I'll have this fucking can of four loco, please and thank you, and he's like, oh yeah, that'll be four dollars and thirty six cents, and you're like, what? No, it said it said fucking four four bucks twenty. He's like, yeah, no tax. And you're like, well, why isn't it on the fucking thing? Like, what 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 kind of fucking 
stupid scam you porn. It's, it's fucking dumb. Just let me have a four loco. Anyway, all right. You buy it in the tower. You're like, okay, well, I've got just enough gold to buy one upgrade of my health and one upgrade of my st uh, strength. Bang, buy the health first. Now I can't afford the strength. And you're like, this is fucking stupid. Like, fuck this. Fuck this mechanic. Like, I don't know what it adds. I don't know, except for, like, casually punishing you for buying more interesting things, for trying to unlock as much as shit as possible. Like, if, like, like I said, I've unlocked almost all the classes, right? And I was doing that by basically, if I had an open square, I would buy it, right? Instead of buying specifically upgrades, I'll buy these. But what that's done is increased my tax so that now just upgrading my strength is fucking way more expensive. Mm. And that's fucked. That's dumb. I think I think what they're trying to do is it's the... Um, you Every time that you enter a level or, or enter the game again, you're paying the um, ferry fee, right? Yep. And so you need to give it you need to give up all your money unless you've unlocked the safe, in which case you can keep 10% of your coin in the safe, whatever it is. Yeah. But the idea is that every time you die in the game, you take your money out, you level up your things, and then you're supposed to lose everything you don't spend. And so what I think they're trying to do is um, not have you just try and spend all your money on the cheapest thing that you've got, like to actually have you think about it a bit more and then try and use that safe. That's the only thing I could think of as to why they're trying to do it is yeah. so that you're not just spending, oh, I've got 150 or 200 coin left. I'll just, I'll buy this because why not? Yeah. I've got it left. And so. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, I just don't, I don't think it works in practice. Yeah. Like in practice, I think it does what it did to me, which is punish me for like, not just looking up on a wiki, what the fuck you could possibly unlock right like it would I, I could have saved a bunch of money if i just fucking gone on a wiki and looked up what all the unlocks are and then just fucking oh okay well i've saved my curiosity but instead like that's the fucking the curve of these games the fucking the the surprise the thing that keeps you coming back in these games is that sense of fucking learning that sense of discovery and it feels like the game specifically punishes you for engaging with uh the act of discovery and that's just not good yeah 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 um all right well there you go that's uh rogue legacy too unless there's anything else you want to add but um i don't think so i mean yeah like i finished two bosses so far i had this really good run uh i don't know if you've had uh this particular trait yet but there's one of the traits where uh you have i think you've got less health but you only take damage to the heart and so what it results in is like you can actually like sort of jump into a lot of like you can sort of ignore a lot of fucking damage dealing things because they might pass through where your body is but if they don't pass through your heart like specifically your chest area, you you can ignore it. And it's pretty fucking cool. Um, and uh, so I had that and I had vampirism as well, where uh, you've also got less health. <laughs> uh, you've got less health, uh, but 
every, I think it's 15%. 15% of all damage you do gets returned to you, uh, to your health pool. And so mm. you can just keep replenishing your health. And uh, I was, I was, I, I, like I challenged the second boss a couple of times, but I was torn because I was like, should I use this to farm or should I use this for a, a good run on the fucking second boss? And uh, what twigged it for me was basically I, uh, I was running through and I found like this, I found like basically a thing that pointed me to like a buff against the boss. There's right. these there's these buffs you can get against the bosses, uh, and if you read the like the like each that it it seems like each zone has its like little lore of that zone. It sort of talks you through why that boss is is mad. And the first one he sort of says, uh, spoilers, but like between I think it's the fifth and sixth lantern is where I hide my secret chambers, right and you got to find where the fuck that might apply, right? So you get a lantern room. Uh, there's a room with a fuck ton of lanterns. And uh, yeah, you blow open the door, uh, the wall there and that's your secret chambers. And you get like a big buff uh, against that boss. And then, uh, yeah, you can do the same thing again uh, in the second area. And that's what made me decide, okay, fuck it. I'll go, I'll go to the boss. Um, mm. It was fucking easy. It was easy with that that particular combo because the second boss, uh, huge hitbox. So it was very easy to deal damage. Uh, very easy for me to deal damage. Um, and so it was very easy for me to keep my health up. The only real worry was I, I think he had, because I had so little health, because I had two fucking things, I think, that, uh, that took health away from me. Like, lowered my max health cap. Uh, because that's such a little amount of health. Um, yeah, I was I was in danger a couple of times where he would hit me and it would do like ninety percent of my HP. I'm like, hmm. all right, I need to not get hit again for a little bit. Uh, but I managed to do it. Um, by the end, I was doing fucking tons uh of damage in that in that fight because just because you know once you learn all the moves and stuff and i'd done it a couple of times so i sort of knew what to expect but uh with the confidence you know it's one of those things right like in you know in, in a souls game or whatever confidence is actually a percentage of success in these games and once you're like once you walk into the boss room you're like okay i got this and i'm walking in because i got vampirism and only like half my fucking body can take any damage at all or like even less maybe like fucking five percent of it can take any damage at all um and i know he does these big sweeping moves but like yeah i just have to fucking get out of the way of that shit and uh yeah in i go i fucking whacked him and then i took all that overconfidence and i died in the very first room of the next area uh so that was a bit of a bummer but that's how it goes that's how it yep. goes uh yeah it's good. It's good fun. That game rules. I'm a huge fan of it. Uh, yeah, definitely worth playing. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, Rogue Legacy out now. Um, I think it's also. Is it on sale? Um, 
Yes, it is. It's 20% off at the moment. If you want to check it out. Nice. And uh, for at least another couple of days. So it's $28 Australian, 30 something, 35 US, I think, around about that. Uh, no, wait, less. Be less in US. Uh, going backwards. So um, <laughs> be like 20 something US. Anyway. There you go. Rogue Legs do very good. Um, and the last game we've got here is uh, is a game that we've both been playing. Uh, Trek to Yomi. Yomi? Yeah. Um, it's a new game from Develop Digital. Uh, the team behind uh, the Shadow Warrior games or the studio behind the Shadow Warrior games. they got a bunch of different studios. Um, anyway, you've probably seen... Um, some stuff about this game in terms of like it, it's been on some presentations for some of the major uh, platform holders and it's a very artistic looking game very stylish it's set in like this black and white um art style uh, in a japanese backdrop um it's a samurai game basically yeah and it's taking a lot of those like classic japanese kurosawa um, yeah, Kurosawa movies and that sort of thing, and and it's very like stylish in terms of the way it looks and yeah, and the things that it's doing with its um, camera and the way it's presented and all that sort of stuff. And um, you're basically playing as like this. Uh, you start off as like this very young kid who is a uh, a sword master. Um, I think he calls himself like I think he calls himself a sword master or something like that at the start of the game. Um, a samurai, young samurai. Student and of he's Bushido. Been, he's been trained in the arts of wielding this sword and causing damage. Uh, and his village is attacked and his master is attacked. Uh, and then eventually it jumps forward a few years and, and it's um, soaring, it's telling the story about this uh, young person that's grown up. Um, the gameplay itself is uh, button combinations. X to do light attacks, Y to do heavy attacks... A, um, uh, it's on a 2D plane, the actual environment. Um, and so you're having to navigate people behind you and in front of you. Um, there is a dodge roll button as well. And as you progress through the game, you're getting unlocks for new combinations of attacks and new ways to engage the enemy. Um, I think it is a, uh, a very stylish game, looks amazing. It is let down by its gameplay, though. I am oh, not yeah. a fan of the combat at all. Like, I don't like the game at all. No. It's all yeah. style. It's all style and no fucking substance, man. Like, mm. uh, yeah, it's it's just like there's a reason you kept seeing in presentations, and that's because it looks fucking slick as shit. Yeah. Like, real fucking good. Uh, yeah, like, I, I can see them selling copies just on a trailer alone uh but i i i I don't know i felt like i'd solve the combat fucking 10 minutes immediately yeah (laughs) yeah the game gives you these like combos to use but everything dies most things die in two hits and the first thing it gives you is a two-hit combo (laughs) yeah it's like or 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 like if if like if it even lives that long because yeah. it's, it's got this parry window that might be the fucking like the fucking biggest window of all time it's a fucking wall to wall 
type window type thing. It's fucking huge. And I thought like it was just going to be like that while I was a kid, but no, it didn't stay like that. Uh, it stayed like that. Uh, and I'm like, like what, what's what's the challenge here then? Like I was playing on default. Yeah, uh, the middle, three middle difficulty. Um, I guess I could have lowered it, but like, oh, sorry, raised it uh, to be harder, but like, that's not how I do games. Um, it just didn't make any sense to me. Like, it was, it wouldn't, like, I, it would have to be the difference between medium and hard, the difference of, like, for that timing window of the parry button would have to be fucking crazy. Like, it would have to be such a huge shift for that to matter because it was it was just too big a window as it was you have fucking ages to hit parry and then yeah you parry and then you fucking slash and that's it they're dead like you don't yeah. even need the two hit combo you only need the two hit combo because yeah like sometimes you get bored of waiting for them to fucking start to attack so you can parry them that's yeah, about so you it just keep right? pressing the button so you just start yeah. fucking smashing the button so it gives you like the, the game starts off and i think the first combo is like down xx yeah. and up xx and and that it's such a quick like flick everything just evaporates like i'd say 90 percent of the enemies evaporate in in that combination and you run into some stuff later on that take they'll have armor and they'll take a few more hits but yeah as you're progressing through the game it's like all right now you're unlocking this three hit combo and and it, and here's a four hit combo and it's like light light heavy attack light attacking like but i don't need any of this stuff you're not yeah. giving me any reason to use it because everything dies so quickly yeah and there's no reason like i can just do the i can literally just keep spamming that light attack uh, the you know the down xx or the up xx and they're really quick succession hits and most things are dead before anything happens and so i don't need i don't need to use any of this other stuff and then when something does come and attack me it takes more hits i just parry them and then yeah. just press the same two buttons again yeah um so yeah it, it gives you like it's got a it's got a combat system that is constantly trying to give you more tools to use but you don't need to use them because a, everything dies so quickly. Yeah. And B, there's there's no point in remembering it like for one or two enemies per level that you actually need to use it for. That, like the parry window needed to be a lot tighter. It needed to be on the downswing because the way it sort of worked was like the, the backswing is when you, like when the parry window begins. So you've got fucking plenty of time. It needed to be on the fucking downswing and they needed to be fucking fainting. They needed to be faking you out. They needed to like backswing and then like jutter. Dark Souls it, yeah. Right? Like that, <laughs> you, but like for a game that's like at, le at least Dark Souls has, has 3D like range, of, like, you know, three different fucking dimensions for you to fucking move in and shit. This is, this is on a fucking, maybe at plan. best 2.5D, right? Yeah, I mean uh, it is it is three D, but your combat encounters are definitely two like two D. Yeah, uh, yeah, at best two point five, right? Because there's a little bit of wiggle room up and down, but it doesn't really impact the striking no. or anything. Just the fucking the movement. Uh, yeah, so because there's no complexity in movement, 
right? It needed to have complexity in the fucking combat itself, but that just doesn't exist, at least not on fucking medium difficulty, which is the recommended, uh, like, difficulty from the from the devs. So, yeah, it just didn't fucking work. And I think there's a real pacing issue as well. The game keeps trying to do the, those Kurosawa-esque, like, showdowns. You can't and skip this unskippable dialogue. It's 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 like it just fucking drags everything to a halt, and it all it sort of made made me think of it was that like okay, so I'm literally just holding basically fucking right until I get to another one of these fucking unskippable cutscenes where it's gonna fucking pan in. It reminded me of Ghost of Tsushima, and I know I was down on Ghost of Tsushima when it first came out, and I turned it around or I turned it around for the director's cut. Yeah, uh, but like, what, what, what that game did with its showdown moments was it used them very sparingly, and so mm. most of the time you just fucking roll around doing whatever it is you built your ghost to do. If it's stealth, you'd roll around stealth, and if it's fucking like super samurai warrior, you'd roll into a fucking thing and like stab her and even when you press down and challenge people right it was pretty fucking quick on the fucking on the go right this is every like every fourth fucking fight it'll be like fucking wide establishing shot close in of eyes yapping for a bit and you're like oh my fucking god like you are you're ruining this like you're using it too much I don't understand how we've gotten this far into video games, like, and, and one of the fucking, like, I don't know, the checklist. Like, skipping dialogue should be the second one on there. Like, when you press the start button, the game should start. That should be the first one. And, like, the next thing is skippable dialogue. Like, how are we this far into game development? This is still a problem. Fucking Rogue Legacy 2. The fast mm. forward button. How good is it? I love it. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, like I've had situations where the dialogue is on the screen. I've read the fucking thing four times before mm. it disappears, and I'm sitting there waiting. Yeah, like uh, it just yeah it drives me insane. Um, but one thing I think is really interesting is that the um, the levels uh, are, are complex, a little bit complex. Like there's different paths to approaching them, which I think is really interesting. And I still don't understand how that works. Pro- approaching. Like, well, well, there's different sort of, I don't know, pathways through the level. You can find yourself in certain areas where, um, you know, you've just taken a detour and it takes yeah, you somewhere Yeah, that's true. Different. It was a bit unfair of me to say you just hold right because there is yeah. a little bit of a little bit of exploration uh, going on there, and I think they introduce it quite well early on. Uh, not like they sort of, yeah, they slow trot it out. Right, first it's some rooms, extra rooms, but then it's like moving into the background type thing. I don't love the what is it like camera relative movement? Yeah, it shifts. Yeah, it fucked it's me like, a couple it, of times. It's like um old school like Resident, Resident Evil or something Evil. like yeah, that. Exactly, yeah, where the camera will, like you're running left to right, and then all of a sudden you're at the top of the screen, and the fucking camera is like overlooking you, and you're like, what is? Where yeah. am I now? What yeah, has happened? You're moving in a and you accidentally direction. run back yeah, into the room exactly. you're just in because infuriating. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I didn't like that part, but I did like 
that it uh, like it was more interesting in its fucking movement than than simply being like it was unfair to say you just move right um but yeah you are sort of yeah just it's linear it is linear like the with yeah. linear with some minor branches um but though like the path still converges again to be that sure. one linear path as well what i've played of it anyway yeah yeah uh the yeah um yeah i don't know what else to say man like i i think the biggest thing about it is the the sword fighting the gameplay is just not engaging no at all and so that's what's got me really down because i was getting excited for it to be like a it's a bad um comparison but like sifu or something like that where a really complex um combat system yeah or, or something you know even though they're a little bit different one is a hand-to-hand sort of combat game um just the way that this dishes out it's it's combat systems and the way your enemies engage you and the tools that it gives you to combat them is just uh it's, it's very lackluster there's not a lot, a lot of substance to it um it's it's very one note it, it, it can feel like you know there's a heavy attack in the game and i don't think i've used it because <laughs> i just don't I, see the point in using it it was good when you after you parry the the armored dudes but sure. you can you can also do the stab move that was good on those yeah. dudes as well so um i don't yeah. know like no, i seem to be reason. working whatever i'm doing anyway i'm like five yeah. five levels in i feel like i'm close to the end judging by you're further than you me I, I was just fucking i'm just like oh my god i can't i'm just too i'm bored i'm legit bored and every time it goes to a cutscene, i get more bored uh and yeah the combat's not doing anything interesting and yeah fuck it so yeah i don't i don't yeah. intend on finishing it yeah fair enough um anyway that game is out now by the time you hear this um I don't know. Maybe people will enjoy it. Maybe they'll get a kick out of it. Um, but it's yeah, it's definitely disappointing to me. I I thought um, yeah, it's it's a game that looks very interesting, but unfortunately doesn't play as well as it looks. So yeah, that sucks. But you know, there's people that like those sort of you know you know it's not as hard hardcore as as games that we would uh, enjoy. So some people might might have a bit of fun with it. And also. Maybe I just need to bump the difficulty up and see. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that uh, kicks things into it. I'm going to try. I'm going to bump it up. Provided I can do it mid-fucking level. I think I can. Mm. Uh, or mid-fucking run. Uh, if I have to start again, I'm never going to do it. But uh, yeah, if I can do it mid-run, I'll, I'll give it a... See if it fixes the parry window timing thing. Because it just made it way, way too easy. Like, yeah, crazy easy. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, that's the games we've been playing this week, Joe. There's a we had a couple of a couple of new ones on there. Look hey? at us go. Oi, 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 look at this go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not just talking about hell at least this week. Yeah. Um all right, and uh we got some news. Not a lot here. Really slow news week for mm. like major news. Lots of little bits and pieces going on. But nothing you know, nothing uh, that'll get you going there, except for this one. Embracer yeah. Group has acquired Square Enix Studios for three hundred million USD. Um, this dropped at fucking four fifty p.m. 
<laughs> like 10 minutes before I was about to leave work. Uh, thank you for that. Bastards. Uh, so yeah, Square Enix has been pooping on their studios for a while now, saying yep. how badly their Western studios have been doing. We've been talking about it on here a bunch. Yep. Uh, and did not disagreeing. Beat expectations. Yeah. Yeah, everything just didn't meet expectations. Like, how many fucking things did these did you want to sell? Like, what is going on? Um, so th- this is including games like uh, the Tomb Raider games, um, the Guardians of the Galaxy games that recently came out, the Avengers game, like basically anything that was shipped, um, <laughs> they were not happy with. Hitman, yeah. yeah, all this stuff. And so they're jettisoning them off. They're just like, see you later, we'll get rid of them. So they've, they've, they've basically um, sold three of their big studios um, one of them being Crystal Dynamics, who have put out a bunch of um, Tomb Raider games recently. Um, some big stuff from them. Um, the other one is their Eidos uh, Montreal studio. Um, they were doing a bunch of like, were they, were they working on like Thief and Deus Ex and that sort of stuff? Yeah, well, they, they did, yes. Uh, Deus Ex uh, a while ago not for a while what was yeah. the last one Guardians they did Guardians right yeah um, that's right yeah and the other one was wait what did I just say anyway the two studios were Idos Montreal and Square Enix Montreal um, and they basically put out like the Deus Ex Thieves Guardians of the Galaxy uh, that sort of stuff and uh, I th- all good. I thought were good games all those games were really good the one game that wasn't as good was that Avengers game um, yeah otherwise they've been putting good shit out yeah. for a long time which is yeah which is weird but the weird thing here like I I don't know I think there's undervalued here 300 million seems quite cheap for it all does. that stuff oh for sure unless you spent the last two years shitting on everything they did yeah <laughs> <laughs> which which it seems like they were just happy to get rid of them uh, uh, or, or you know maybe they're just not very good at business because apparently they like this this deal is to enable them to make money in in NFTs. Yeah, good luck with that. Woof, woof. Uh, I believe. What a gamble. Yeah, uh, I think Yikers is the he uh, is the term you would go for with that one. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Honest. Um. Anyway, so the, yeah, Embracer Group has picked them up. Uh, I think the shocking part to me is that, like, I, where was Sony in this conversation? Yeah. What happened there? Yeah, what were they sleeping? They're busy trying to get from software or something. That's what it is. They're trying to get from software. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, some, some news that came out of this uh, new Tomb Raider game is in the works. Oh, we already knew about that, right? Yeah. Yeah, Unreal Engine. Um, but yeah, a bunch of other things, I guess. They pick up they pick up all the IPs. So Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, Thief. Uh, I think Legacy of Kane was one that was sort of floating around as well. Um, but awesome. Just a bunch of... Do it. Bunch of good- Do it, Embracer. Embrace your destiny. Yeah, go for it. Get it out there. Um, that leaves not a lot with, with Square. I, I'm wondering if... You know, maybe they just get rid of those other studios they got. Uh, the big one, I guess, is that uh, the Disney studio. Oh, a lot of their studios are like uh, Japanese studios, but they've 
that, that Disney game's coming out. Um, Kingdom Hearts is big for them, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, and they, I, don't know, I think I saw they kept uh, Just Cause. Uh, yeah, the Just Cause IP. Outriders, Luke's game of the year last year. Yeah, Outriders is great. You fucking Good loved stuff. it. Yeah, you fucking loved it. Uh, and I can't remember the, the other one. I can't remember what the third one was. Uh, Life is Strange. Right. Hey, yeah. Outriders. Guess how many people are playing Outriders? Right now? I have no idea. Ooh, ooh. Guess what game is beating Outriders? Outriders, I'm going to guess like... 1500. Guess what, guess what game is beating Outriders? I have no idea. Battlefield 2042. Okay, so yeah, there's like 1500 people playing. Walloping it. One Walloping of them is it. a games as a service game. The other one is a single player game. Well, <laughs> not a single player game, but a... <laughs> Walloping it. Uh, anyway, yes. It's a online service game, Joe. Ah, wallop. Yeah. Well, um, oh, so Embracer Group now has THQ Nordic. They've got Saber Interactive, Kosh Media, Gearbox, um, Coffee Stain as well, who are going to put out another game of the year this year. Uh, they got a bunch of things. They're, they're picking up. They're, they're going places. Oh, I forgot that. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's probably coming out this year, isn't it? Maybe. So those we'll are the three contenders for game of the year 2022. Hey. <laughs> Sons of the Forest, which you can now wish list on Steam. Uh, Satisfactory and Elden Ring, obviously. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, and the second piece of news here, it's another big one. Blizzard has announced a new Warcraft game, Joe. Huge. I don't care. You got a, you got a phone, right? I don't. <laughs> you guys all got phones, right? Uh, yeah, it's called care. Warcraft Art Like Rumble. It's a free-to-play mobile game. Well, <laughs> finally. I was yeah. I was just worried. I was worried Blizzard didn't know what they were doing anymore after they released Overwatch 2 um, by removing a player from Overwatch 1. Um, but no, it looks like they're back on track. That's good. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't it's an action strategy mobile game uh, where you have skirmishes with other players. It's a PvP game. Uh, I guess we'll wait and see what it plays like. But Like a brawler game, I guess. Like, um, what was the game we used to play? That brawler game, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. It seems to me like it's got very, like... Um, I heard like tower defense elements thrown right. around. Yeah. That sort of thing. But right, with PvP know. brawling, isn't that just fucking a MOBA? Yeah, it looks very MOBA-ish, but like yeah. lanes and all that sort of stuff. So right. We'll see what it's like, but uh, this is not getting me excited at all. Well, no, you love it. You love it, mate. You fucking yeah. love it. Well, there you go. That's the news. Well, there it's, you go. Not much not news. Not a whole lot going on. No, but hopefully we got some questions to tide us over for a little bit. We do have a uh, question, I believe. Oh, nice. What's it say? Can uh, you read let's it? see it. I've got to get to it, don't I? Fridge Monster Man writes, Hi, Luke. Hi, Joe. 
Is there an enemy that still terrifies you no matter how many times you've played the game they're in? For me, it's the Poison Head Crab from Half-Life 2. I've played that game dozens of times and I am petrified of it. I once thought I heard a Poison Head Crab in real life. Not the scream they make when they jump, the noise they make when they're walking around. It made me stop dead in my tracks. It took a good couple of seconds for me to realize I was safe because they don't exist. Um, well, I haven't experienced <laughs> that particular terror. Uh, if I had to think, I don't know, like, I don't know if, because I, I don't go back, um, to a lot of games, and I certainly don't go back to horror games all that much, but, uh, when I think about certain enemies, like, when I think about there's the samurai ghost in fucking project zero i still get like fucking the heebie-jeebies uh and just the nurses in silent hill fuck me up like they fucked me up forever i thought they were worse than pyramid head everyone like pyramid head was mean but the nurses were fucked man like that that shit messed me up luke any thoughts you didn't get you don't get scared by games so yeah this is true uh no i never got into silent hill so i i don't you know missed out. you missed out yeah. um yeah what about Project Zero? Did you ever play Project Zero? No. What's no. the scariest game you've ever played, Luke? I don't know. Maybe something like Fear? Fear. You fear? Yeah. yeah. I suppose, but there's no really scary enemies in Fear. No, not really. But she did she did she spook you when she appeared at the top of the ladder in that game? Because that fucked me up. That was pretty Oh yeah, good. that scared the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That was when you 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 she's not at the top of the ladder you uh you get on the ladder and turn around she's standing there oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. amazing oh, the other one I, she's I was, at the top of the ladder in like two i think uh the other one i always remember is um the in doom when you mm. go down the stairs and you go into the room and then you you trek back later on oh yeah and there is an enemy standing underneath the steps and he turns and walks away and you have to yeah fucked i always up. remember that shot. fucked up um but nothing nothing no enemy particularly scared you no nothing that really i don't know i don't i don't really play horror games what about um, the fucking that shield dude in castle soul in elden ring he scares me dude yeah that, fucking, that's a different type of scary though those two friends that fuck me up god damn it those guys mm. what about do you ever hear things from games in real life like what? Have you ever like heard something in real life and thought it sounded like something from a game? Oh yeah, my um my my dishwasher sounds like the PlayStation startup sound. <laughs> you, you know when you that's uh, fantastic. That'd be you awesome. know when you press it and it goes beep. Yeah, but but whenever you leave the door open on the dishwasher, it makes the exact same sound. I'm pretty sure it's the like the same whatever it is what like drives the me nuts. Warm, warm. no no just the beep oh just the beep. The... right okay. yeah all right not the whole yeah. bit just the beep all right no just the beep you just hear the you beep on. two things yeah. have similar beeps electronics devices similar beeps you heard it here first uh i did legitimately uh catch myself staring up in the air back in the thick of PUBG days uh, when, I, when I'd hear a plane going overhead 
uh, for a brief moment wondering if a fucking a drop was coming uh, before I realized what I was doing and being suitably embarrassed in myself. That's probably the yeah. closest. Uh, otherwise, it's all in dreams. Whenever I dream about a video game, good fucking luck. Good yeah. fucking luck. I'll- I can hear Job shit himself every single time whenever we're playing PUBG. Like, without without a doubt, you can oh, hear yeah. it through the mic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got this mesh chair. And it just goes straight through. You hear his fucking butt cheeks clench. You can just, you know, I, nothing is uh, said. You can just hear it. Though. Oh, I, I, I'm <laughs> constantly terrified by video games. Constantly. Yeah. No, no. Games scare the shit out of me. Don't get me. Like, I, I didn't mean to give any impression that I can't be, I get scared by fucking everything. Um, yeah. Is that, is that video of me getting spooked in Resident Evil 7 VR? Is that close enough to reality? I think it's pretty close to reality. <laughs> yeah. It's virtual um, reality. Hey, maybe if the, the forest, Sons of the Forest comes out, we can find some new enemies to be scared of. Oh my God. Yeah. Fucking hell. Perfect. Good question, FMM. Good question. That would be the podcast. All right. Uh, okay. Anything you want to plug for this week? You've been working on or give a shout out to? Yeah. Um. Should be up by the time this is up. Uh. I've written up a feature. It'll be. It'll. I'll chuck it up on the gapodcast.com. Um. Nice. Nice. About how they should delete Artie from Hell Let Loose. Uh. And I go in to a lot of depth about how they can replace it uh, yeah. and what they can replace it with and why it fucking sucks. Uh, and yeah, I'll chuck it up on YouTube as well. I need to capture some footage. I don't know if we captured enough, but we'll see. Um, capture some footage. Uh, chuck it up before the weekend. Uh, I've already recorded the, the VO for it. So you can either read it on the gapodcast.com or watch it on my YouTube channel. And yeah, what about you, Luke? You done anything? Uh, yeah, you can go to doublexp.com. You can check out all the things we're doing over there. I wrote some stuff this week, which went up, Apex Legends. Otherwise, yep. um, go check out everything other people are writing that I'm working on. Uh, cool. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't have anything else to plug that I can think of. Go, uh, go watch some movies. Go watch some movies. You should watch some movies. I will watch, watch some movies. You should watch everything everywhere all at once. Yes. It's on the list. Stop putting it off just because you're a fucking Marvel whore. Yeah, I'm going to see Doctor Strange again. Yeah. Twice. Twice more. Got to make yeah. sure they get their money. They get their cash. There was, sure. an, there was a trailer for Avatar. Avatar. Two. Avatar 2. Avatar. Avatar. Uh, and uh, I didn't hear, I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to watch this one. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm not getting up. The same thing. Uh, like, I don't care. Some players don't fucking care. It doesn't fucking matter. I fucking watch this goddamn trailer. I watched the trailer. I was like, wow, I was, I'm glad I didn't fucking try to get out of the cinema for this one. Good God. So, uh, Waterworld. Good. Good plan. Interesting. I mean, it looks pretty, but my, like, what happens when this comes out and it just fucking tanks and they've got like four more of the things they've filmed? Uh, straight to video. Yeah. They do a deal with Netflix. Does he actually think he's going to resurrect 3D? Is that what's happening? They're not. It's not 3D, is it? 
they no, don't it's have, not in. Yeah, they don't have three D projectors anymore, do they? No, no, it's not in three D. It's in three D. It's in one hundred and twenty FPS. It's in like fucking. There's like sixteen different versions of this film. What? Well, look, you're gonna have to fucking. There's one cinema in fucking Singapore that will play it in <laughs> all of its glory. Yeah, it's the only one you fucking go to to see to really feel like you're under the water, under the sea, with the space whale or whatever, with Kevin Costner and his gills. Anyway, well, yeah, we'll see what happens. Fuck um, that. All right. There you go. That's the podcast, everyone. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows, or Spotify, YouTube, all the places you get podcasts from. Uh, the Gap or the GA podcast, you'll find us under. If you do have a moment, please rate and review. The show helps other people find us on the internet. Uh, you can go to our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can jump in there and talk about all sorts of things, video game related, all movies, TV shows, cooking, uh, whatever you're doing. And we play video games in there as well. Um, I think someone... I can't check. I saw someone in there earlier when we were recording. I don't know what they were doing. Um, but there's games going on. You people playing all sorts of things. Uh, you can also go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all our past shows, including other things that we decided to put up there, like the feature Job's going to work on right now. Like Go on. What, now? While we're recording? Yeah, yeah finish clackety, it. Clackety, 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 Um. That is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support this show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast. Become a recurring member. You get podcasts a little bit earlier sometimes. Um, like maybe tonight. We're recording on Thursday. We're recording later this week because Dr. Strange got in the way. Um, so have, go blame him. Have you worked out your embargo challenges yet? Or are you going to get us DMCA'd as well? Oh, no. For, yeah, it'll be up uh, later tonight, after after midnight. All right. <laughs> so it'll be Friday by the time people hear this. Um, All right. So we can talk about uh, Apex. Um, anyway, there you go. That is the podcast. I'm not sure what we'll be talking about next week, but there's there's a more Rogue Legacy to be had. Um, there's Too a couple of true. other things that I want to play. Probably this... Um, this Warzone update with Godzilla. I want to check that out. That's next yes. week. True. And it, uh, I've heard good things about Loot River, which is on uh, Game Pass now. Yeah. With the world's worst, I don't know, title font. Like, what is that? <laughs> Have you seen <laughs> it? It's terrible. I, I, I like it. It's like runic. You know? Okay, sure thing. Did, no? you, did they pay you to say that or something? <laughs> I make all the big bucks. I make the big bucks for the Game Pass plug. Make big bucks for saying that Loot River's text title text looks good, mate. Look at me go. <laughs> anything else, anything on Game Pass looks good to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Bug yeah. Snacks. Well, I fucking hated it when it was on PlayStation Five, but now it's great. <laughs> uh, it's free. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about. There's lots of things going on right now. So um, thank you, everyone, for listening this week, and we'll catch you all then. Thank you. And thank Hey, did you say thank our Patreon subscribers? I did that already. Did I just fucking blank? Did I just, like, phase out and have, like, a fucking yeah. COVID brain moment? Fucking, yeah. that's good. That's good. Well, thank you to our patrons, and thank you for listening, everyone who listens. Uh, and, yeah, love you. Bye. Bye.